I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. We Bazinga. Also... Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for Brock Wilbur, first and last time on the podcast. Thank you so, so much for being here. Uh, Bazinga. No, the door's over there. Uh, it's got to, the, the returns are not diminishing on this one. Our guest is Brock Wilbur. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Glad to be talking about the news radio. Uh, Jen is also here uh, from the ether. Thank you. Hey. I thought you were going to do an ether noise. <laughs> oh, everyone else was. Good. I did, and then I don't have to anymore. I've got people for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got ether people. Ether yeah. people. Our intro. So this is, uh, oh, God damn it, I didn't do my thing. Huh? This the, is the shrink. The shrink. I didn't get the air date. Season Guest 2, episode 7. John Ritter. Yep, guest starring John Ritter. What, when was it? When did it air, Jason? Uh, is it not up, th- Jason? Thanks, Alan, oh, for, he's really for bring, putting me on the spot. Uh, uh, I know the date, Alan. Of course. Because and I know it by heart. And when is that? Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, what I want to know is, as a giant <laughs> fan of news radio, why you yourself don't know the exact air date of it. I'll just oh, go I, ahead and I, I just want to make sure you here. know it. I can't say it, because then, uh, then you'll know it well, without okay. having if you really, Well, okay, if you want me to tell it's November 7th, 1995. Nine five. Nine and five. Nine and five. Yes, yeah, yeah. nine and five. Um, you guys all know. Now, I wonder. There's there's a gap in here. A I not know. a Thanksgiving episode. Oh man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw some things. There's gonna be some cogs that are gonna be interrupted by monkey wrenches. Does that make sense? <laughs> Almost. That's how you You're say. You're with it. us, Brock. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I I just I I just come to America this year. Is that not how you say? Um, th- there's there's more Good recording. Accent, there's though. more recording. Uh, like move arounds here that uh, I didn't realize. Some things. Sorry, are what? Totally out of order. So recording move arounds. Recording move arounds. I told everybody we were doing these monkey like, cogs recording order, but apparently I'm very wrong. Like the cane, for instance, we should have already done. If we're doing that, oops. Well, we failed. We failed. We put the guys. injury out of. Do your is, this job. Is the end. This is the end of the podcast. Brett, well, Brock, thank you guys. I'm glad you were here run. for this. Um, I don't understand what's happening. We wanted Maybe. to do these in recording order, like the recorder, order. recorder, 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 <laughs> recorder. <laughs> All right, recorder. We, we didn't. I thought I was real clever for finding out that the injury was recorded way before it was actually released, and there are a bunch that were just totally like I could have already had Riley on the show because she wanted to talk about the Kane episode, um, <laughs> but. Fuck that up. So anyway, we're here to talk about the shrink anyway. I'm not regretting my choice. So let's just jump into it. Then. Yeah, let's just jump into it. Oh, none of us yeah. have anything to add, though. No, no, sorry, no, no. None that. of us watched the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah. Since we do have a guest. Yes, Brock. Brock. Yeah. So when did you, did you see the show when it was originally airing? Yes, I saw or... it live when it was airing. You saw it live? Yes. Whoa. Like... Oh, when it was on TV. In, in TV? Well, I'm, I'm... Inbox. In, inbox. Thank oh, you. Inbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broadcasting on Box though. Brock also just moved to this country in last year. <laughs> in last year. What, the, the choices of the words you're dropping to create this character. 
the syntax great uh limited availability of uh certain words <laughs> so tell us your experience with news radio brock <laughs> oh this is my worst <laughs> <laughs> just checking all right thanks you all for joining us mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna oh I'd, I'd really wanted to come on for a uh, happy ball yeah oh, goofy, goofy ball goofy ball yes oh, that uh, had well, always been my favorite episode <laughs> so you're gonna be you be quiet for this one that's gonna happen. I'm not gonna protest. The <laughs> it's still a good episode of we, a good show. We can show. talk briefly about Goofy Ball if you like. We don't have to. It just it's a fun ball. It's a fun it is a fun yeah, ball. Laughs. It's and voiced it by Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow is the voice of the Goofy Ball. Ah, fun. Isn't that fun? Before he was anybody. <laughs> and and now he's Judd Apatow, and mm-hmm. now that information is worse. It's true. Ah. It's true. It's very true. Mm. This, this 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 episode, folks, uh, is it, I actually really like this because I like I like the first whole opening. The first act is fantastic. It the really first is. cold open is everybody's just angry and pissy because Dave and Lisa walking up the elevator. Everybody mm-hmm. just found out in the last episode that they're together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dave doesn't want to walk into the office because he's worried, and Lisa's like, "No, no, it'll be fine." Mm-hmm. And then what happens, Jason? Um, people get angry at them. Mm-hmm. Is Catherine the first one who gets angry at them? Yeah, that's right. No, uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, Bill. For, so for Bill, why don't you two just get a room? <laughs> Dave was like, good morning, Catherine. What's so good about it? I just said morning, Catherine. I didn't say Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I noticed that uh, when Matthew and Joe uh, argue, uh, uh, Joe says he thinks he has a whining disease because Matthew's sick, which is almost the same as the whining disorder. Ooh. You remember a few episodes back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a few episodes. It was smoking. It was a whining theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brock, we take a lot of notes, and we basically go through the entire plot of the episode, so feel free to interject yeah. and interrupt us at any point. I wanted to work at this office. Mm. I like the idea of yelling at people. All right? Day. The modern office, everybody's on Slack and chat. Like, I, I, I haven't worked in an office in a uh. while where people actually spoke. So I was like, yelling at each other. What a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually, you, you know, you actually relate to people. People drive yeah. each other crazy. People you might actually, as well let it out. Get to know each other. People really use Slack. Is that a thing that's actually real? People use that? Yeah. I haven't been in an office like that. Yeah. It's an entertainment thing, maybe. And they brought back gams and giggle water. It's a term. Gams and giggle water? Yeah. That's, that's my other podcast. <laughs> we, we talk about nothing there too. <laughs> oh shit. Um Alan. Yes, Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a very weird we just got finished shooting something. Let's give everybody a little peek behind Are it. Are we okay. also all mad at each other? Is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah, clearly. Go right. to hell, Jason. <laughs> Fuck you, Alan. Oh, well, that hurts. <laughs> Why does that, that hurt more just, than well, just I, I used a yeah, that, that went big. Hell that you had to go with the big I think F-bomb. we have an explicit tag, so I think we're okay. <laughs> Brock, back me up here. Oh, no. <laughs> see? He can't see? take sides. Well, no, you I'll probably never him. see you again. I should probably <laughs> take sides with one of these, oh, too. That's, that's, probably, yeah, that's probably true. See what's going on? Um... <laughs> I'll just, well, uh, when you write that episode out. of The Big Bang Theory that Alan co-stars on, do it. I should have brought a therapist. <laughs> I should have. I should have spent the money to make this into something. Or Jason Ritter. You should have brought Jason Ritter with you because maybe he. Could, I don't know. Maybe Jason Ritter's got. Jason I Ritter's played a funny guy. giant Jenga with Jason Ritter before. What does that mean? It means the giant blocks of Jenga. Mm-hmm. It was about four feet high. I, I played group Jenga with him. Where was this? 
It's at a bar that's no longer open. No. <laughs> Weird. Weird how that business model of giant Jenga and booze didn't pan out the way it was supposed well, to. Well, they didn't charge people to use it. I think that was part of the problem. You think I mean, they should have charged by, by the, maybe by the, by the brick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, whoever knocks it over pays. That's mm, the, the next better. round is on them. I like this idea. I could have kept this it. bar open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenga, really... Jenga bar. <laughs> um, do you, yes? No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, Jim. God damn it, Alan. <laughs> Say your thought, and then we'll go from there. Uh, where were we at? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're all mad at the office. Yeah, in the office. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And then <laughs> the whining disease. And <laughs> where, where are we going here? This is the weirdest episode. So the, the exciting part, guys, is that Bill has a cubicle. Yeah, That's what there we go. Thank That's you. Right. Let's just get to the wow. Episode. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for your professionalism. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm winded, guys. <laughs> Completely out of it. Brock's not. Brock hasn't saved us yet. No, no it's okay. It's all right. He's, it's his day will come. <laughs> you have a Doctor Who T-shirt on, Brock. Oh my God, I do. Yeah. I'm embarrassed about that. Our guest yesterday had a news radio shirt on. So what's your excuse for not owning a news radio <laughs> shirt? It's not 1995. Okay. That's November seventh, nineteen ninety five. Jason checked a watch aired. that didn't exist. Uh, yeah, for my, the year. It's one of my favorite bits to do. <laughs> uh, okay, I actually really do like that. Bill is like, uh, show me where this. Uh, show me where this is. This is Le- this is where Lisa Miller's oh, trash, trash goes. Uh, it's not that big a deal. This is not your fight, Dave. Just walk away. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits. Uh, the line reads uh, by, and then uh, yeah, it it oh. the, yes. Sorry, what is <laughs> oh I won't do it to you. This uh, <laughs> no, I do love it goes into. I do love what it goes into. Uh, uh, then Beth's phone was ringing, mm-hmm. and Dave was like, "Going to answer that?" She's like, "Well, I don't tell you how to do your job, so I'd appreciate you not telling me how to do mine." Okay. I really love her in this episode. Yeah. Her particular brand of pissiness is fantastic, especially when she just throws the phone. Throws the phone at death. him when he says, he, "Yeah, he wants to call in there," and she, and that's that's the cold open. That's right, Brock. What's a cold open? You want to explain to the audience what the cold open is? Uh, it's like a beer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he, he and I were icing each other for as long oh. as possible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see what Jason and Brock I'm really enjoying your ice catch here. Viewers at home can't uh, see that they oh, are Oh, they can't see that. That is true. That's cool. That's Quality of listening. It was either <laughs> ice or it was like borderline we were going to kiss. It was hard to tell which one Aww. that was supposed to be. Yeah. We're too far away. Yeah. And I can't move this mic or it makes noise. It so. It's a very they, noisy They made out with their eyes, folks. We really did. So you know that. Well, let's go back to Brock's experience with news radio. Yes, we interrupted please, him. <laughs> so why did you like this show as a kid? Why were you why yeah. were you relating to it in office? Oh, because it's just the it's the best collection of comedic actors ever. Like mm-hmm. what a fun and the, there's so many of them that you can use some of them for like a line or two each episode and, and never really run through right? it. Like it should have ran longer than it has. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, the last episode, the episode we did yesterday, <clears throat> pardon me, Jimmy James has two scenes. They're very brief, but they're fucking phenomenal. Like mm. Steven Root. Like yeah. all you have to do is give him a few lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you a Kids in the Hall fan before this yes. show? Okay. How about yes, SNL? Yeah. I assume SNL. Yeah. Now, if you could give like top three sitcoms, what would you what would you put in there? Yeah, there you go. Carolina in the City, obviously, everybody's number one. Sure, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, and then uh, Frasier, and this, and just any other show that uh, is a is a TV show about radio. You really like shows about radio? Yeah, it's uh, WKRP so any, anything, in Cincinnati. It would it would fix what's happening here if people could 
see what we're doing because mm-hmm. uh, the audio, non-visual version, <laughs> can't be. Exactly. He likes Jay- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Brock likes Jim Burrow shows. Yeah, yeah he does. Yes. Uh, did you see? Did you see the James Burrow signed my Lego set that has fallen apart since? Oh my god! This was a Lego Cheers set that has fallen apart. I saw the Cheers when it was doing well. Yeah, it fell apart. But he did sign this Lego brick that's on here. I should help you. I'm part of the problem. (laughs) This this is a James Burroughs signed Lego brick. Ladies and gentlemen, for you that can't see, Mm -hmm. uh, Jason has an elaborate set of Legos of a Cheers set that uh, Mm -hmm. fell down. It fell down, and once it gets repaired, uh, eventually I'm going to make a news radio one. I think. Nice. Mm -hmm. Wait, so you got to build it up, break it down, and make a news? No, this will stay, and then I'll also make a news radio one. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if you've noticed, nothing gets broken down. Oh. Oh. No. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It just takes over a new room. Yeah, exactly right. Brock gets it. Brock understands what's going on. So Bill made a cubicle Bill around his desk. Bill did make a cubicle. That's correct. Um, <laughs> when, when, when's the last time you saw this episode, Brock? Oh, I have no idea. No idea. That was a good revisit. Yeah. Does yeah. it? Does it stand? Is there anything in, in this episode that stands out for you? Uh, it is amazing uh, the the amount of uh, comedic effect you can get out of just putting a small wall. Right. <laughs> Is it, it never stops being funny throughout the episode. It's just a wall there, and they, they milk it for all it's worth. I, I do love, as far as that, like, Bill using the stairs and the, the elevator. It's such a stupid gag, uh-huh. but it works so well when Phil Hartman does it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil Hartman just wants, needs to have a wall so he can keep popping up like a gopher. And it's, <laughs> it, they should never have taken it down after this. Right. right. Just kept it off the Just He always just pops up in a funny way. And mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> he would have been a mix of like Wilson from Home Improvement <laughs> and Ted Knight on the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Ted Knight. That was a good, that wasn't oh, bad. That's, was that's a solid Ted Knight impression. Ted Knight right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so once, uh, is that is that the beginning of the, yeah, so once we get back yeah. to it, Bill, Bill's, uh, I do like when Dave points out, Bill's up in the actual booth and Dave is trying to ask him what the fuck this is and he just motions to it and Bill's just thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I noticed uh, it's the first time we see oh. t- Solitaire on screen in this episode. Matthew's playing Solitaire. Do you actually see it? Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever... Yeah, you see it on the screen. Later on, Whoa. it becomes... A, yeah. He loves it. At some point, i got to find a way to give the audience access to the news radio Solitaire that I made in 1996 or so. you got to be kidding me. I am not. not kidding you. I have it sitting around. But you can only play it on like a window, early Windows PC, so I don't know how you're going to play it on a... I can't. I can't open it. I'm sure there's a way. There's got to be a way. There are emulators. Somebody figure it out. Get back to us. Oh, I'll loan you emulator? my news radio emulator. Oh, okay, good. Oh, please, good. please do. That would be fantastic. Um, I Yes? I just want to point out, I love that uh, uh, Dave confronts Bill right away and just says, do you, wonder how, do you ever consider how this might make your coworkers feel? And Bill says, actually, one of the great things about having the cubicle is not having to think about my coworkers at all. <laughs> this conflict is very stressful yeah. for me. <laughs> I need, uh, I think I need to relax in private. I'll be in my cubicle. And then he starts smoking. And Again. classical music was playing. And there's music two puffs playing. of smoke, classical music, and another puff of smoke. <laughs> you wrote down specifically how many puffs of smoke. Yeah, because it's art, man. That is it's true. beautiful. I wonder if there was a message hidden in there. Could like a, it was like a Morse code of smoking. Yeah. Well, like smoke signals, like those, like a Native American might do. That's. I'm that's only one sixteenth, so I barely. Or a couple of hippies. I don't know if I'm actually one sixteenth. You might. You might be. Somebody look that up and get back to us. Yep. Like Jason Klum is one sixteenth. See whether or not. 
Um, I also, it's funny when Jimmy's angry because we never get to see him angry at all, but we cut to him in Dave's office. Oh, God, this is great. Just yeah. screaming at the phone, <laughs> calling the other person insane, and then it turns out it was just a wrong number. Tough <laughs> negotiations? No, wrong number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of tension in this place. A lot of tension. <laughs> it's just like these line reads of Stephen Root are are brilliant. Well, they'll never answer their phone again. No. Yeah, right. No. No. <laughs> Oh, God. So, so, so funny. I'm trying to remember, like, the more I think about this, I do wonder why the hell I related to a, a show that took place in, in an office. I guess it didn't matter. In it a big city, yeah, too. Yeah. In a big city, yeah. I'm from bumfuck nowhere. And, like, mm-hmm. and you know. Is that in Utah? Yeah, it's in Utah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I just want to make sure. Brock, where are you but from it's, again? It's, it's, a, it's a Kansas. So, yes. like, growing up, like, big city office, it's escapism. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have no idea what that world is. Right. <laughs> Did it make you... Did, did watching big city TV shows was there ever like an element of oh I'd love to live in a city did you ever have yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like I didn't and I feel I, like it makes sense that you should I feel like I was the weird one I feel like uh, it was like later in high school college is when I started like oh yeah big city would be good because uh, I, I grew up in a town of 600 people mm-hmm. rural Minnesota mm-hmm. so this was escapism okay I don't know I ever wanted to move to New York City till later in life though yeah I never wanted to move to New York City specifically. Brock, New York City? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Jen, New York City? Maybe. Specifically? Not not, not in the very middle of it, though. Not in the middle, just <laughs> on the outskirts somewhere? You want to live in one of the nice little hipster boroughs? Well, Brooklyn seems okay, but but it might be a little too much. But Might be a lot. I'm not sure. Very expensive. Maybe. I can't do it because I can't walk behind people that are slower than me. Mm-hmm. And that's all New York is, that I'm just constantly being like, I'm going to yeah, punch everyone in the me. head, yeah, right yeah, in yeah. the back of the head. <laughs> walk faster. <laughs> I know I have a stride that's bigger, but give me, sp- I need a, an, a lane. I, it's hard for me I to actually, I did that on Hollywood <laughs> so. Boulevard in the, the tourist area once. I was mm-hmm. watching, walking with a friend of mine, and yeah, there was a group that was walking so slow in front of me, and I just turned to him, and I'm just like, God, I hate people. And the people in front of me actually heard me say that. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't care if it's going to by you guys brock is your perspective <laughs> possibly thrown from too many telephoto shots in 70s movies that you just they look that or you've actually been in new york city and experienced i've it. actually been in new york city and experienced <laughs> it but i like that you worried my childhood actually gave me that <laughs> you just watched i don't know serpico has that take place i have no idea serpico. Seen serpico? serpico i'm trying to think of what i've actually seen that i oh midnight cowboy like maybe you watch midnight cowboy and thought that it was just like tightly packed and lots of i'm walking here and it's going slowly exactly Mm. well done Hmm. (laughs) let's talk about john voight's performance let's talk about about bob balaban giving a (laughs) a blowjob in the theater okay (laughs) he pays to to, to, anyway i'm sorry He's the one paying. Uh, so yeah, so I, we're I talking just, about Goofy Ball. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about Goofy Ball. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, so then uh, Jimmy proposes that Doctor Frank should come in to take care of everybody because he's like an enema for the brain. I, I love that Jimmy quotes the back of a herbal uh, box of herbal tea. By the way, fear of the unknown yep. is spiritual paralysis. <laughs> Did Doctor Frank tell you that? Yeah. No, I read it on the back of a box of verbal tea. <laughs> uh, I also like when uh, they, he goes out there to speak to everybody. Dave goes out there to speak to everybody and and tries to get Beth's attention by saying Beth. She says, Dave. Like, there's, I cannot do an impression of the face that she makes on here. Vicky Lewis actually might have been my favorite part of this I think episode. so, too. Just yeah, she's great. Because, <laughs> uh, like we were talking about in the last episode, she was um, 
you know, she's normally, she gets annoyed with things or like she can get really anxious about things, but she's normally not like super acidic to people. Right. She's usually mostly happy-go-lucky. I mean, we've seen her upset, but like she's just like, she's like a wall in this episode and you don't see that because she's always fixing people's problems. She's just like, uh, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Like the walls of a cubicle, might you say, Jen? Oh. Whoa. I, I feel like we just we had a breakthrough we, on the podcast. We totally did. Um, <laughs> it is. And then he asked him, "Thanks, Bill. No problem. Get rid of your cubicle." No. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's still such a baby. Uh, I can't wait to see your real deal about this, Jen, because I'm excited. Uh, Brock, I don't know if you've heard the show, but every ah. episode we do do the real uh, the real deal with Bill McNeil, and Jen does a full on psychological analysis of what she thinks is going on with Bill Fantastic. McNeil. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, Bill reveals he has a no visitors policy in his cubicle. And then Joe pops up immediately afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And from like his cu- and cubicle. Bill, is that smoke? Sorry, just once <laughs> an episode, I at least have. Gee, oh. I hope not. Let me go downstairs and check. <laughs> that made me feel so bad on the inside. And I thought he was in the room with us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was a really good Andy Dick, and that's not a good talent to have. Rock. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jason just left the room. Andy Dick came in. (laughs) Brock, it's just a massage. I got to punch Andy Dick at a party once, so that's my only. What? What? That's 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 something that has never come up on this show before. Yes. uh... Have you punched an? (laughs) Oh, I've punched everyone in the cast, especially (laughs) the ladies. It's Most super people don't know this. Brock Wilbur, huge misogynist. I don't know if you guys are aware. <laughs> oh, they know. <laughs> opportunity puncher. <laughs> Can you tell the story? Uh, yeah, I, I just moved out to LA, and uh, it was a few weeks after uh, Lovitz punched him. Yeah. At that club for being like, uh, you wouldn't have a career without me if I hadn't killed Phil Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it was like. It, I loved that moment because it was like no one had ever realized before. You can just punch Andy Dick. You can just hit him. What? Why? Why did no one think of this? It's like they invented fire. Uh, and then we were at a. I was at a friend's party, and she lived. Uh, she lives in a building with Andy Dick. He owns the building. He lives on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a suggestion throughout the night that he might be inviting himself down later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear that a lot. And uh, I was like. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if he were to do something just so awful that I also got to punch Andy Dick? <laughs> what an opportunity that would be for all of us. Um, and uh, somebody was passing around a bong at some point in a in a large is a large like open two bedroom space. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people milling about, and somebody hands Andy Dick a bong for the marijuana. Uh, mm-hmm. And he uh, hits it and then uh, becomes increasingly paranoid that somebody in the room gave him the bong so that they could take a picture of him and then sell it to TMZ, <laughs> which he becomes he's enraged by this. And the, uh, the premise that TMZ would pay money for a picture of Andy <laughs> Dick smoking pot is duh. What? what they gave you 50 that? cents. Yeah. yeah. But that's... <laughs> you pay us to give us that picture. Yeah. Right? That's. Uh, so he saw a girl across the room on her phone uh, and ran over and broke the phone in half because cool. it was <coughs> a flip phone that did not have a camera. Oh. And she was like, what are you even doing? Uh, 
and then there was something with like a vase. Something got thrown and broken, and it was. I'm sorry. You, did you think there was a camera in the vase? <laughs> no one knows. Uh, but it, like hearing that thing break was just like the green light in my head. Is like, all right, like here's the chance. Uh, so me and another dude went and grabbed him, because uh, I used to be a bouncer, so I know how to like grab somebody like a bouncer and help him get out of the room. Sure. While mm-hmm. also getting him a, a, sh- a shot or two in the stomach. Uh, and so we threw him out, out the front door, which was on the, it was on the first floor, but like two steps up. So it was a little bit of throwing him out of the place, mm-hmm. out of the building he owns. Uh-huh. Uh, and he stood outside, uh, breaking a bunch of flower pots that were also his flower pots. It's his <laughs> building. He's just throwing a tantrum until the police came. Uh-huh. Uh, and he had a woman that he brought with him that was probably somebody he paid to be his friend or somebody that really thought like oh, oh wow i'm andy dick's friend uh-huh. a middle-aged woman who then like she'd been walking around the party earlier being real weird but now that andy was gone she had returned to the party to walk around and to sort of check in with everyone individually like hey by the way if you took a picture please don't sell it to tmz i was like either you think that somebody <laughs> did do this or you're actively trying to get somebody to do Take this I, we would just really hate it if this made it into the press and i was like wow. i no one here there's a that phone didn't have a camera mm-hmm. none of the rest of us cared but what a fun thing to watch andy get dick get arrested on his own property for for being too angry. So he went out front to smash the flower pots. Was he hoping somebody from TMZ would come by and take a picture? So I I, I, I just don't think he knows how to work with his emotions very well. <laughs> like, wow, you can't throw me out of my apartment that I, I mean, I I rent it to, but so legally, but I'm just mad. <laughs> Jeez. This is the weirdest segment we've ever done on the podcast. <laughs> it's, a... Yeah. So I, like I I. I used to be very angry at Andy Dick, and now post that I'm like I got a shot in. Like uh, mm-hmm. I feel I feel a less whenever people are like. And then he showed up to our comedy show and stole the mic away. I'm like, you know, you can just hit him. Like we cracked the code on that. The Enigma mm. machine has been. You can just hit him and he'll stop. He's like a boop, just boop the cat and he's gone. And then he'll go he'll go break something that he owns until he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Which is it was like what what are you even arresting? Is damage to his own property, I guess, and, right. and having too big of a tantrum. <laughs> wow. he, he was too fussy. <laughs> I, I feel like the podcast should officially not endorse hitting Andy Dick. No, but I was really what was the it. no there? Was that the no of agreement or a no of? That you know what? Well, you can leave that there. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so Doctor Frank comes in. <laughs> I'm glad we have such structure here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, he tries to, Dr. Frank, who, by the way, everybody in this, the office loves. And they're so excited that he's going to come in. Oh, yeah. They immediately immediate re- cheer up immediate before he even shows up because he's going to come. Like, immediate even respect Bill. That, that Dave never gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so, he's so, he immediately starts Before he's even so. there, the respect is shown. Like, mm-hmm. Bill has this genuine smile of happiness and relief when yeah. he knows Dr. Frank is not even coming soon, but like really soon, like tomorrow soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like, oh. oh. Then he tries to get him to take that as cubicle, and Bill still won't, still love, won't do it. I love Bill's greeting to Dr. Frank. Well, hello, Dr. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he gets him to give up his cigarettes. But then Dave knows he, there's more in there. You, you know that. And then he that gives true, him, Bill? <laughs> he he managed to put five packs in his hand. Five packs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was really amazing. impressive. That was impressive. Uh, stay healthy. We need you. There's a lot of that. That's <laughs> Dr. Frank's catchphrase, yep. which I love. Oh, man. Uh, and God, it's so it immediately oh. gets creepy when he greets Lisa, too. He's just like, you look terrific. It's so pervy. Like, it's actually borderline pervy because it could just be he's very sweet. But he rubs her face. He does he rub her face. face. It's not borderline, <laughs> I Jason. That. I missed the face <laughs> When you're rubbing. a woman, you... I was too busy taking you, that. You you have this happen way more often and you um <laughs> no, you I'm realize sure. no it's it's not borderline. What people don't know is you can just punch <laughs> Dr. Frank. You could <laughs> You can just punch it. Dr. Frank yep. and he will go smash some flower pots mm-hmm. out. Of <laughs> uh I love that <laughs> he asks Dave, Do you mind if I use your office here, Dave? And Dave's like No, I guess I wasn't planning on using my office today <laughs> how humiliating is that for you to be the boss and and then kicked out of your own office by a, a shrink <laughs> a shrink who everybody respects more than you kicked out by a guest star by a guest star yeah. guest. um even even he didn't get an emmy like <laughs> nobody got it one emmy this show got one emmy in five years five for seasons what? costume design which don't get me wrong good costume design at least for beth but it's crazy and not even Costume the first season. In well, and all the what, what? Which which season was it? Do you know? I don't know. It but couldn't I, have been one. I do know that <laughs> Phil Hartman. Because five, I'm just saying, has some crazy. Phil stuff Hartman going was on. denied one, and I, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been the posthumous Emmy. He was denied his own Emmy. What? Yeah. No. In favor of David Hyde Pierce. We actually talked about it yesterday. Who had uh, like a bajillion yeah. Emmys already? Yeah. So, Emmys. Perfect. Go back. Fix this problem. <laughs> Brock, have you ever write for the, have you ever written for an award show? Yes. Have you? Yes. Okay. If you ever go write for the Emmys, I don't know if you've written for the Emmys yet. I don't think I can write Say. the Emmy though. Oh, okay. I, I, no, you can. No, That's you what can. I'm saying. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're giving you the authority. You write the oh, line. Wow. It, it goes the on the teleprompter where yeah. instead of insert name here, you just write Bill Hartman posthumously. Gotcha. And it could be for costume design too. It doesn't matter. And if I don't write posthumously, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. He might show up. Who yeah. knows? We, we we don't know. I'm not God. Um <laughs> I really like too that to Beth, Beth has. I really relate to Beth because when she starts freaking out when Doctor Frank first walks in, she's like hitting herself in the head. No, bad, bad, bad. Which was totally something I would have done in the past. And he's just like, and, in the past. Okay, well, it's okay. He's not wrong. Um, uh, and then it's very quickly revealed that Lisa had an affair with Doctor Frank back when. What, he was your therapist? No, with your therapist? No, he wasn't my therapist. He was my professor, which is also additionally creepy. Additionally creepy. <laughs> and Everyone in illegal? academia should be allowed to sleep with each other. I don't see the problem. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I, I just love though when Dave says, "Isn't that illegal and disgusting?" And he goes, "Illegal? No. Inappropriate? Disgusting? Hardly." Like, <laughs> she's really excited about that. And then when he leans out of the door, Lisa, I'm ready for you. And he does this like sweeping, like, oh, "Come on in." It's again also super creepy. Well, kudos to John Ritter. Kudos to John. Oh, he's yeah. great in yeah. this. I love him so, so. <laughs> he hadn't done, because he wasn't doing Eight Rules for Dating My Teenage no, no, Daughter yeah. yet. He had been doing maybe some movies and guest stuff. Oh, yeah, maybe that's about it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. At this time. It's a weird reintroduction to TV, as far as I know, for him. I think. But great. He it did a fantastic job. Introduction back to TV, I think. You, you know, Welcome th- back to TV. We're going to have you like stare at a man's dong at the end <laughs> right. of this episode. <laughs> yep. Just like, let America know you're back. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and he punched Andy Dick. He did. I didn't know that. No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, keep going. Okay. Well, what I was going to do is I, I was going to quickly just say maybe we should take a quick break. A quick break. break. <laughs>
that's staying in. Hey, Alan. Hey, Jason. Are you warm? Oh, I am so warm. I'm warm in here. Brock's a tall guy, and he makes the room extra warm. Uh, you um, know what I could use? Uh, you know, what could you use? Some soft serve ice cream. Some soft serve ice cream, like off a out of a store. Or no, off a truck. Off a truck. Off of a CVT truck. You know, I had some CVT soft serve like a little less than a week ago. It is the most delicious oh ice cream I, I've ever had. So I can't have like chocolate or caffeine right now. So what I did is, for the first time, I think I had their vanilla. Vanilla is great. It's delicious. Yeah. Now I did. I didn't bother saying, "Hey, you know, this is Fort Awesome. Uh, the dispatches from Fort Awesome." Uh, sent us. Of course. I don't remember the name of my own podcast. But you I should. I should have, but Joe wasn't there, so the guy there would have been thrown. But guys, don't worry. Just say we sent you. Yeah. That's all that matters. So CBT. if you're in Los Angeles, you'll be able to find them. He actually, you know what? I asked for salt. He went a little heavy on the salt. Kind of liked it. Of course. You know? It's delicious like, it was, salt. It was, it's good salt. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's No matter what they do, they cannot do it wrong is what I'm saying, no. folks. No. Um, so follow them at CVT Soft Serve on Instagram and, and, Twitter. On, and on Twitter. Go to CVTSoftServe.com. Like I said, if you see Joe, tell him we say hi. Mm -hmm. If you see anybody who works there, tell them we say hi. If they don't know what that is, tell them to ask Joe. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point. Um, and then get your ice cream and walk away. It's so delicious. And make sure you eat it. It is really good. It's the best. Yeah. All right, back to the show. Back to the show. Oh, hi, we're back. Gazizza. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Alan's face. You guys are really missing this at home. Um, <laughs> so we, when we, we're back, by the way. Brock is still here. Thank you. You're a patient, man. From break. Bazinga. God damn it. God damn it. Um, uh, so uh, Dave is so, so jealous and so afraid that the Dr. Frank might be boinking Lisa. Mm-hmm. That he uh, just keeps coming up with excuses to go in there. Oh, I need my I, calculator. I love, but yeah, I've, I'm sorry. Go keep, keep going. Keep going. Jason. No, you That's can true. keep going. I just love uh, <laughs> when Catherine says that she wants to go in next, and Dave's just like trying to be very nice. Like, well, Catherine, you know, I'm always here for you. And she's like, oh, Dave, that's so sweet. Anyway, can you let me know when he's ready? And it's like, <laughs> again, no respect for Dave. They never come bit. back to deal with her problem. No, they never yeah. do. Mm -mm. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of episodes where Catherine's just kind of there for a little bit. Yeah. To yeah. possibly move a plot. Super underused. She's yeah. awesome. She's great. Yeah. She, I, when I noticed that in this episode, I was like, oh, you gave her the three lines. Mm -hmm. And they were great. But. Yeah. I know she's always great, but totally underused. Yeah. Especially when they've got to like have her. God, I'm trying to remember what the episode was. But when I was listening to the commentary she was on and. They basically said, we want you to read this like like a sassy black lady. And she was, she knew what they wanted, but she wanted to hear them say it. Like, <laughs> she pushed them and just waited. Good for her for making them say also, it. Also, what yeah. a sassy Ridiculous. black lady thing to do. <laughs> also, <laughs> also not untrue. Um, uh, so, yeah, Dave keeps trying to get into the damn office. And then it basically at some point has absolutely no excuse as to how, how to get in there. And um, oh, the financial report. Yeah, the that, financial report. Beth which, hands him. Yeah, which he has in his hand when he walks in. <laughs> he said, well, this should be in my office. Yeah, uh, and and he tells her that uh, Moynihan's office is on the line for that interview. He tells Lisa <laughs> that, and Lisa leaves, and he's like, uh, "Doctor Frank asks, well, what do you, you guys are so?" He asked, tells me we're going to go to lunch. He said, "But I thought she had that interview." I lied. Right. <laughs> I really like that delivery. <laughs> Um, and then oh, and Matthew does his whole tries to assert himself with mm -hmm. Bill in the cubicle. Mm -hmm. Come you on, you want you want to do it? You, you're allowed to. Listen, I, I see. I've been taking over the whole episode. I don't do that. On no, you're good. Uh, so Matthew's standing outside of Bill, uh, asserting himself with saying, "Listen up, Bill. 
I can't do I can't do Andy Dick as well it's, as Jason, but it's fine. I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say this loud. I want you to remove your cubicle immediately. And then it turns out Bill's been standing behind him yeah. the whole time. <laughs> is, he, is he behind me, Dave? We couldn't let the black lady have more lines because we needed to have Andy Dick talk to a wall. <laughs> right. Did you say men? No, I Actually, said yeah. right. I yeah. Mean, but but, <laughs> but I could have replaced men. that. I, yeah. do, I do have the point exactly. out, I do everything that's like that has a plot line with, with Bill involved like this. It is always funnier when Catherine is on the other end trying to stick it to him. Like, yeah. I think it's. Yeah, it's really that's a good. good. Point, Brock. That's <laughs> that, that whole well, the whole episode where she's you know trying desperately to get a hold of his uh, his like information. She, his she birthday. could have been playing pranks on him this in the cubicle. Time. Yeah, this whole time. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, where he wants something you know food delivered and she just dumps it upside down on him inside the cubicle. That is something I would like to see her really do. Really good. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. Take him oh, down a notch. People well, like watching Bill suffer. I mean, because he makes everybody else suffer. Two so. goals of this show are to get the show released on Blu-ray mm-hmm. and, of course, to have a reunion happen. And mm-hmm. apparently, rewrite episodes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're make, gonna rewrite. Make the Candy yeah. Alexander the main character. Yeah, we'll make we'll give Candy some more. Shit and let care. Brock punch Andy Dick again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what will happen. Is when the show gets shot, we need a personal bouncer <laughs> for Andy Dick. Do you want to write on the show though? Oh like, yeah. Okay, good. All right. As long as you want to write on the show, because yeah. I could use your comedy stylings. Yeah. You have comedy stylings, right? Uh, Is that what you call them? Comedy stories. Comedy stories. Comedy stories. Oh, we established that in the break. Yes, comedy stories. Uh, his other podcast. Fun rumps. What was the first one? Gams and what? Gams and giggle juice. G- g- gams and giggle water. Gams and giggle water. Rock with Monkey rock wrenches and uh, <laughs> oh Jesus and cogs and something I don't remember. A monkey Nicholas. wrench in the cogs. Monkey, monkey wrench monkey in the cogs. cogs. Yep. And then it's big in Europe. Comedy stories. You do a lot of podcasts, then Brock. I have no idea. Mm. This is Brock's first podcast ever, ever. Oh, even so, the one he did with me doesn't count. The one no, his that I did first. doesn't this count. First okay, one. this is I, my first podcast too. Alan, you don't know what's going on. No, okay, you're true. a little confused. Um, I also I've like, never seen the sun. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? So uh, Dave walks back in his office. <laughs> I also like the, the Bill's line of "He has got to start eating red meat," <laughs> so that will somehow make him less stressed out. He he looks at Matthew like he's like he's a bug, like he's just observing his insane behavior, and he's like, "Is this supposed to affect me anyway?" And also, just what is this thing I'm looking at? Ah, <laughs> uh, Alan. Oh, I. I just love it though. Dave walks back in his office. Doctor Frank is 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 talking, and Mister James is on the couch. Uh huh. They're doing closed. sleep therapy. Yeah, he says he's in a meditative trance. Dave says he looks like he's sleeping. Mister James goes, <laughs> "Okay, now he's sleeping." <laughs> Mister James, uh, Stephen Rose, very good at these like little little gags. Again, also sleep. small bits in this episode, yep. but they're all yep. very funny. Um. And then finally, once Dave and Dr. Frank are alone, Dave lets it out. I, you mm. know what, Jen? The more I think about this, the more you're right. Like, the more of, like, Dave's, like, finally, like, is, you're the one who pointed out that Dave, like, really needs to push. Is it you or Alan? Who's, who, who really likes when, when Dave asserts himself? Pushes he, back. I yeah. mean, well, we he both, does. Do. Yeah. He does. 
And, you, you know, it's varying levels of effectiveness. Like, they don't totally ignore him, but they ignore him more than many people would maybe ignore mm-hmm. their boss. Sure. Uh, depending. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he. it's really beautiful when he's like, you know what? I don't need to be, like, nice about it right now when he's right. actually, like gets like it's we like him because he's nice but we also like it when he's not nice sure mm-hmm. when he calls out some creepy shit between mm-hmm. a teacher yeah. and his student and then yeah. frank goes dr frank goes through all these like sort of like he's going through a very difficult time yep sex grappling with my personal addiction yeah. <laughs> the way he, he raises he says sex addiction right also funny that we could there was a time where we could use that as a punchline mm-hmm. can't do that anymore <laughs> maybe not it's because the PC police brought. Yeah. You know. It'll come back. <laughs> All those social justice warriors. Yeah. Fuck them. Is that the right Whoa, thing to say? Jason, you asserted uh, yourself. <laughs> but take, take them. Maybe flip it around. Flip know. around. Yeah. Fuck the. Don't fuck the social justice. I'm so confused as to what you're saying, Jen. You got to believe a lot of you things. I'm really. I, I don't really believe. I don't really believe it. Um, Are we talking consent culture now? This. Yes. Good. All, All right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Dave's response to that is, is perfect. I love the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm from Wisconsin. Is that the same as getting a lot? I always really <laughs> like that line so, so much. Uh, uh, yeah, and Dr. Frank is, I mean, this is, it's weird because like, I could, you'd almost call it a positive portrayal of somebody who's, I guess, pansexual. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's also just, now it's mostly just making fun of him for being a creepo. I find it really odd that everybody in the office is really comfortable when he gets so easily turned on, if you notice Dave talking to him at the end. So I feel like at some point, everyone in the office, he would try something on them because he seems to, yeah, get really turned You have very nice hands. That's the the postscript to this episode is like... (laughs) Hey, did he touch you while you were there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He touched all of us today. Like, why did we not talk about this earlier? Why did we all agree to go into that room with a stranger? Uh, oh my God. And then fi- Dave becomes his therapist. Oh, and yeah. we don't see this session, but he, he walks him. He must walk him through something. I love that Dave mm. does not know what therapy is, but knows to say sit on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't quite understand how it works. And then... <laughs> Which is so weird to me. He um he also once he realizes that this is kind of a broken man he he's got this like half like kind of like laughing smile on his face the for the rest of the episode anytime it concerns Frank or anything he's doing because he's like I need to be scared of this guy he's, he's a well, weirdo he's a real weirdo yeah I'm I'm I've got my shit together way more than exactly, that exactly yeah what well, what's interesting to me is. Again, his entire, uh, all of his employees do not have any respect or want to talk to him, but uh, the, the person they do respect, Dave gets that respect from him because he gives him the therapy session. Sure, it's, uh, and nobody yeah. ever finds out about it. Yeah. But Dave's willing to let that go because he's a good man. Of course. Um, I At the end, when he's telling everybody, you know, be safe, we need you. We need you. He says to Lisa, and sometimes when we think about it, we really need you. <laughs> so gross. Dr. Frank. Dr. Frank. Don't think we need to take up any more of your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, uh, he tries one more time to get Bill to take down the cubicle, um, which doesn't work. And Dave says, I think I have a solution. I don't remember exactly what he says, but he just throws the cubicle the wall. wall down. <laughs> tips it down. It's not a very ser- secure cubicle. It's by really the way. not. I want to point out. 
Is this it's like a, four separate you know, walls. This is how I well, relax. It looks like it's five there because he's got the. Oh, yeah. they, they have to cut. It's 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 sort of a pentagon. You're right. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah, because when that wall comes down, I was like, but there is no entrance here. Yeah, he nor probably access, wanted so he had to... the extra room. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the second floor was for in that cubicle. Can't fit him in a regular box. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. And then when we pull it down, no we one see puts he... Phil Hartman in the box. That's true. <laughs> Jerry Orbach once said that, and it's been true ever since. He uh, and then he's in his underwear. In a baseball cap, smoking a cigar, mm-hmm. and socks. Mm-hmm. This is how I relax. If you think everybody in the office is going to want to see this, then fine. Uh, and the wall goes back up. And the wall goes back up. But uh, Dr. Frank then has a long stare, yeah. as Brock said, at Phil Hartman's cock. And who do we make uh, pay for that wall? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get political here. <laughs> guys, guys. The Mexicans. You know, he does, and I actually noticed it this time. He does make specific, like, his eyes clearly navigate yeah. downward. And I'm like, oh, wow, he's really he's really looking at Bill's cock. Which for is quite some time. For yeah. like, a, a considerable length, as it were. Which it's which curious. was, it's, it's, it sticks out so much because, huh, zing, because uh, mm. the sexuality he has to express the rest of the episode has to be that sort of safe sitcom thing. So it's like, I love your hands. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Right. So then when it's cock stare time, you're like, ah, all right. That was more direct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to tell me in a 90s sitcom you couldn't say, I love your dick? <laughs> Not a thing. Not to Andy. Uh, oh. oh. Caroline in the City, they did a lot of that, if I remember correctly. Lots of <laughs> I love your dick. Leah Thompson was just always just talking to the gay guy saying, I love your dick. You can't keep making this the third panel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, do what do we think? You think it's time for another segment on the show? Sure. Segments. The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Hi, Jen. Hey. <laughs> um, so, Bill's in this episode a decent amount. It's kind of like, I, I feel like it's mostly Dave, mm-hmm. maybe. Sure. This episode, Dave-centric. Yeah. Um, Bill's more of a plot point in this episode. Yeah, and it, and you know, there's not as many peeks into his brain, I think, in this one. But there's a few. I I feel like Frank might be one of the people that this might be the first time that we've really seen Bill smile for a reason that wasn't at all nefarious. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like, a genuine, like genuinely smile, not yeah. like one of his. I'm smiling now. You see me smile. I'm not smiling inside. Um, but it's like, does anybody ever really express to Bill? Maybe I feel like, um, yeah, that that he um doesn't have anybody express like caring for him. Sure. But he's a giant pain in the ass all the time and he's always plotting against people so they're not as mean to him as they could be sure uh (laughs) he needs somebody who's willing to listen without the investment of like having to take the time to deal with him oh yeah no he you know might actually be nice to somebody that could somehow tolerate him even like because you know he with Catherine, he I think she's nice to him sometimes when he's not just being the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have to work together so much and she's really professional and she also, we find out like, likes him, mm-hmm. but 
he's a giant pain in the ass, so she's not insane. She doesn't like him all the time. Sure. Um, but I feel like there's nobody besides her that's really, like, out of their way to be polite and nice to him. Like, not just polite, but, like, nice to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dr. Frank is just, like, purely nice to him. Might even flirt with him, and I don't know if he knows he's being flirted with or not. Who knows? Sure. Uh, but he, you know, he he has this genuine joy on his face when uh, he's even mentioned. Yeah, it's true. Anything to add? <laughs> don't want to talk your yeah. ears off. You didn't. It's the real yeah, deal yeah. with Bill McNeil. Okay. This is your segment. Well, you know, you, know, you can add if you want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, you know, he's still with Matthew. Like, he's kind of toned down in this episode because he's so relaxed, but he's still like, oh, Matthew. Like, he's not picking on Matthew, which is usually the case. Right. But he, um, he like, is uh, still looking at him like he's some sort of specimen. He's yeah. just like, like, what what is this? Well, I mean, he still teases Matthew in terms of, I mean... Joe was in the cubicle and he said no visitors, but sure. yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. And he, you know, he's not above uh, lying to Matthew without even breaking like one iota because he mm. does not care about this weird little man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a wrap up. <laughs> this has been the real deal with Bill McNeil. Still don't have a sign off for the real no, deal for you, that, do we? No, at least I didn't have silence for that one. No, so, uh, that's a wrap up. Really awkward. That is but one it way to say silence. it. That's a wrap up. <laughs> no one in the history of the world has ever said that's a wrap up. It was supernatural, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan, I like but, that this is a podcast also about eventually fixing this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's just how it goes. This is our first one. Hmm. Um, Alan, stop lying to Brock. Oh, I'm sorry, Brock. I've never seen the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen the sun. Jason. I understand. I get it. Uh, what? What, Jason? No. What's your, what's your what's your favorite? Uh, what do you have a favorite part of the episode? Moment. Moment. Favorite moment is what we would call it. Moment is uh, <laughs> Beth getting pissed off at Dave and then throwing the phone at his desk. Yeah, that was my favorite moment. I think honestly that is mine too. So really, yeah, me too. Honestly, right. really? what I wrote down. Yes. Yeah. I just I love Beth being violent. I also love it when they do cutaway violence. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you don't see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see all the rage. Yeah, yeah. But you don't see her doing it. It's the oh, phone love- being chucked into his office. <laughs> I love how uh, just <laughs> friendly, angry she was being before. Like, I'll take it in here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the okay is really, really great. Brock, I know I didn't tell you that you needed to think about this, but can you think of a favorite We're moment? We're fixing the podcast. Don't worry, Brock. Oh, my, my favorite moment was getting to come talk about it with my best friend. Aww. But, but, <laughs> Is that a segment? We, we Usually when you guys do something in unison, it's a segment. Yeah, it does really <laughs> seem to be a segment. Um, how about favorite quote, Alan? I, I'm going to give I, it to... Dave, uh, uh, after Dr. Frank says he has sexual sex addiction, uh, <laughs> Dave saying, I'm sorry, I'm from Wisconsin. Is that the same as getting a lot? That is a good, that's, that's a solid that's one. That's going to be my quote. How about you, Jen? Um, this conflict is very stressful for me. I think I need to relax in private. I'll be in my cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think because I like both of those a lot. I think mine, and this is based a lot off the acting, is Lisa. 
I'm ready for you. You have to see that line to see why it's so funny, though. You have to watch yeah. it play it out. But I'll, I'll go with that one because I like both of yours and I would have stolen them. Brock, do you have a favorite line in the episode? Probably the, yeah, you got me with the five packs of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got me. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. He looks um, like, a, like a little kid. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll follow the rules now, Daddy. Uh-huh. Uh, well, this is this has been this has been fun, Brock. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having you, me. Brock. I feel like I should let everybody know that we are gonna have we have we did record. I'm trying to remember when this is coming out, but we did have uh, we recorded our first episode with a writer on the show. Oh, and I can't say it yet uh, because uh, this one airs before that. So next week, you guys will hear a writer who is going to be a great guest who I haven't revealed yet. Uh, he wrote a ton of episodes of the show and then we've got another writer because he did the show so we've got another writer coming up so we're gonna have more and more people involved with the show coming on uh at which point we we're going to like veer off of plot because we did we didn't work on the show and they did you uh, want all the, the hot uh behind the scenes hot uh technical talk guys mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on there we find out the origin of the uh the term Ford Awesome. We find out where that comes from, which is yep. super fun. Cool. Um, Brock, what do you have to promote? Where can people find you? I'm on that new show, uh, The Great Indoors, mm -hmm. uh, which is clearly shot on the same set as News Radar. Does that bother anybody <laughs> else? <laughs> you know what? I had the same thought when I was watching it get shot. Yeah, yeah. I really did. You know, so check me out. Uh, I'm working uh -huh. under the name Joel McHale. <laughs> <laughs> really, so I forgot to tell you guys about that. Brock and Joel McHale, same yep. guy. Same guy. What about what about I Twitter, love Brock? Oh yeah, you can find me at Brock Wilbur uh -huh. or at Joel McHale on just about everything. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. To see his character work; it's really good. It's very good. I look nothing like me. I look a, a lot better. <laughs> My jeans are so skinny, you guys. <laughs> you hate millennials. Oh, oh wow! I hate the career that they've given me so very much. <laughs> Alan. Uh, you can find me at Brock Wilbur. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we we didn't mention that Brock is a character that uh, Alan plays. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. That's and the parts where you can hear us talking over each other are the real impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like throat singing. Talent. At Alan Rickard at Twitter and, and and Instagram, I have and a drinking game coming November nineteenth. Do we know what we're doing? Mm, that might be a big oh, trouble. I love in China. a drinking game. Brock's seen a drinking game many times. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, I, I contacted you, do the other podcast separately, having no idea you'd seen me act before. And you'd seen me drink. Yeah. <laughs> having no idea. Again, I'd pro I could have met you. We could have had entire conversations. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't have known, mm -hmm. man. No. Nope. I, I drink. <laughs> Alan, is there any, isn't there a movie out that people can go download that you're in? Isn't there something? You can go on iTunes and download Excess Flesh. That's what it's called. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You will see me beat up a woman. And yell at her and do bad things. I was joking about my beating up of women earlier, but yours is. <laughs> no, mine's real. real. It's on mine's camera. real on iTunes. And it's on camera. On, on, on <laughs> camera. That's no, it's realer than iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me at jklom, J-K-L-A-M-M, -M, pretty much everywhere. He's running for president. Although Instagram, it's Jason Klom, so not everywhere. Uh, yeah, I am running for president, so go to lookingforwardmovie.com, one blog at a time. We're releasing this entire. We just shot something for it today, Alan and I. Alan's in it. He plays my character's uh, best friend, one of his best friends. Brock Wilbur. Jason Clam. Yes, Jason Clam. 
Uh, so many people still think that that might, guys, at least you guys know my, my, you know, my folks in this podcast, they know me better than my other shows. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, go to lookingforwardmovie.com. Uh, by the time this comes out very soon, my first documentary comes out on uh, DVD, Lords of Soaptown. Go to lordsofsoaptown.com. It will, there will be more information up there. And I think that is about it. So, uh, Jen, do you have anything to promote? I would like to promote Comedy Stories mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to promote the idea of a news radio uh, reunion. And mm-hmm. I think Candy Alexander should be the main character. Okay. Let's make it happen. Okay. I like this a lot. Yeah. Tweet at Candy. Tell her that we want this to happen. And mm-hmm. then she also just tell her to be on this fucking show. Yeah, that'd be great. You guys can e- email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. If you have questions about the show, you can also call and leave us a voicemail. But go to bit.ly forward slash WNYX for that information because I don't have it in front of me. It doesn't matter. Wow, it's, it's You guys need to leave us voicemails. We need more voicemails. We, we had all these voicemails for a long time. And then they just they dropped off, and I don't know. You guys think that you left me enough voicemails, and you didn't. The number six four six eight zero one W N Y X. What is that number again? <laughs> I just closed my phone, but I can tell you exactly <laughs> what it is. That is six four six eight zero one W N Y X. And one more time. <laughs> that is six zero. No, it's not six four six eight zero one W N Y X. Alan. Leave a voicemail. Freakzilla at scopenet.com is the email. We want to uh, hear your voice, babies. Yeah. And they will not repeat that number again. Or email if you're like me and you don't have a voice. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Mm. So sad. Where can you email us at, Jason? Freakzilla at scopenet.com. <laughs> As, this one's less fun. <laughs> As, this one, the is so much more fun. Okay. Uh, and, uh, well, I guess that's the end of, of this uh, episode. But we have one more thing to say, which is catch, catch you later, later bee cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.